1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Babuto. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers.
2: We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business.
1: Today is a great episode, kids.
2: It is a great episode. We have a mogul from the beauty
1: industry. My good friend, who's a new friend, you know, over the last few years, Alicia Grande from Grande Cosmetics.
2: And she had Grande plans on the beauty industry.
1: Yes, I mean, she started with one product, Rondé Lash, and she really hit the ground running. But she ran for a very long time before it took off.
2: And we have these guests on who have these amazing companies, and some people especially started up against it all. And I would say launching a beauty brand back in 2008 was like swimming upstream.
1: Yeah, exactly. 2008, there was not a lot of smaller brands that were making a name for themselves. So to like break into the beauty industry against huge brands like NARS and... Why am I drawing a blank on oh, well, the huge brands? Yeah,
2: the L'Oréals, like the, the, N- yeah. the, the Estee Lauder's. The Estee
1: Lauder's, the NARS, the L'Oreal's. The, yeah, the, listen, Lexi, the one she says. <laughs> I mean, I was about to say the Charlotte Tilbury's. You know, the people I, the people I like to wear.
2: Well, it's, you know, now stores support small brands. Space NK was kind of like the first boutique that I remember from London, it came to New York that supported smaller brands. Now everyone's about a niche brand and a small brand. And Sephora does a great job of bringing in new highlighted brands all the time. Everything's curated. I think websites like Goop had a lot to do with that, where they highlighted smaller brands. But prior to that, if you weren't one of the big ones, like an Estee Lauder, a L'Oreal, you weren't getting in. You weren't breaking through. uh, Chanel,
1: you know, that's, if you weren't wearing a Chanel lipstick or anything, but hers was also a restorative brand. So it wasn't like a new mascara or a new lipstick. Her brand was like literally a serum.
2: Yeah, Grande Lash MD. Grande was, Lash MD. Had,
1: and there was nothing like that out there. So that's a hard thing to break in with.
2: It is hard. And she did an incredible job.
1: And I mean, it's not, listen, it's not like she was in the beauty brand, you know, makeup space. She wasn't a makeup artist, she's not a doctor.
2: No, but she found something that worked for her, that she believed in and solved the problem, which I think is the first thing. If you have something that solves a problem for
1: you, you could be pretty much sure a lot of people have the
2: same problem. Exactly.
1: I I think that's so true. And I also, she didn't come from a lot of money. So I'm excited to hear her story because I think a lot of people get very challenged. Like, well, where am I getting the money? What am I doing? How am I doing it? So I think when you guys hear her story of how she bootstrapped it, it's very inspiring. I want everybody to know, like, when you start a business, you figure it out. It's not like you have to have a ton of cash in the bank.
2: And you should be ready to revamp multiple times. Like, how long since you started Macbeth Collection?
1: Ooh, you ought to just thinking about it. (laughs) That's how long it's been. No, it's been that long that I started at my kitchen table It was 23 years ago. Yeah, 1999. Oh, my God. 23 years ago. ago. Wow. And we're still in business. And the business has evolved and changed. And I've changed with the times. I can't believe I'm still in business 23 years later. No,
2: and I know. 23 years later. If people listen to the podcast regularly, have read your books, know you from the show, they'll know that. You've had to revamp and have many big girl panties, big girl panties and big girl panty moments because, you know, yes, you and my panties. panties have gotten
1: smaller as of late. But yeah, that's okay, <laughs> I don't really wear panties, but the panties I do wear. You have
2: some small girl panty moments. Yeah, now. small
1: girl panty moments lately.
2: But you've had to evolve so many times. What's your secret to not just throwing in the towel? Like what keeps you going
1: every day? What keeps me going every day is believing in myself maybe a little pride. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do know when to throw in the towel. And I just feel like I want, I've evolved my business. I've changed. I know that the mistakes that I've made, I'm not going to make them again. And that I've reinvented myself and reinvented things for my company that work. Yes. And I think that's what's made me keep going. I, I'm i just like, I also have a lot of people that rely on me. And I I can't fail yeah. because I'm not going to disappoint everybody else.
2: That's such a pressure That is a to pressure. have.
1: That is a pressure. But it's also one that keeps me going. And I love what I do. Yes. I, the difference is I love what I do and I, and I enjoy it. It doesn't always, it doesn't feel like work.
2: Yeah, I think that's a big thing when it doesn't feel like work. One thing I'd heard recently that I thought was good to share with our listeners, I was talking to someone who's been waiting for someone that they partner with to launch an app and this app isn't ready and it's not ready and it's not being ready and it's two years in the making now and now there's 25 different apps that do the same thing and that told me, it gave me like a real perspective. You know, you just got to do things and then evolve them on the fly. Just start don't wait. Just get moving. Just start it. If it's not perfect, it will I evolve agree. on the way. Like, a, like you know, products don't always... The final product is not always the fi- the product true. you started with. So just get moving. If you have an idea, don't sit on it. Because other people will come and take it right from underneath you it's while true. you're waiting it's true. for perfection.
1: Do not wait. Things don't have to be perfect. Just get your stuff out there, your ideas out there, and get it going, people. Because... No time like the present.
2: So let's get Alicia in, seeing as there's no time like the present, and hear her story.
1: Yes. I'm so excited because we have Alicia Grande of Grande Cosmetics on. Hi, Alicia.
2: Hi, Alicia. Hi, Marge and Lexi. How are you today?
0: I am doing great. I'm celebrating Halloween with the people in my office, but
1: I'm feeling fabulous.
0: It's my witch day.
1: Okay. Well, we were talking. We're so excited because we were talking before you got on that we were saying when you started Grande Cosmetics, you were really an innovator because at that time, there was not a lot of boutique beauty brands that broke into the industry. So I want you to tell everybody about that because that was what was so impressive to me because you really came on the scene with one product, which we we all know, Grande Lash. So I just want you to tell everybody because it's very inspiring.
0: Yes. Yes. Marge. I mean, it's, it's going to be 15 years in 2000. I can't believe it. Yes. And, and so people think, Oh, poof, this happened overnight, but quite honestly, there is a long backstory and I don't know how long you want me to go, but um, (laughs) (laughs) no, but it's very interesting. So I basically, long story short, is I used a lash serum that I found at the spa show in New York, right? Because I had a radio show. So I was always looking for the latest and greatest innovations. This was in 2006. And after I had two kids, my lashes got really short and brittle. And I thought, hey, this is it. You gain weight with your kids and you lose the things that you love, like your hair thins out and lashes thin out and your brows but lo and behold, I, I met a doctor, and scientist, and they created this formula. And you know how they say like doctors and scientists are not great marketers. Well, that, that's a lot. A lot of times that's true. I do. I have a great gift of marketing. Thank thank you. God gave me that. All right. Yes. So I, I took this product because I used it and it really changed my lashes. I I saw my husband, my friends. They were stopping me. They thought I had lash extensions on. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't come from a lot of money. I didn't have, you know, investors. I literally scrounged up $25,000 of my money. And I said, I'm going to put it all into making this for myself with the last name Grande. Yes. I trademarked it and called it Grande Lash MD. I mean, that was the perfect name for it.
2: I'm born for this.
0: I I say this is the best thing my husband ever gave me is is my last name. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the kids, the last name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the last name. Yeah, exactly. So I I hope my kids are
2: listening. No, no, my (laughs) kids.
0: But anyway, so that was in 2008, like no, lash serums weren't even a thing. No. The only no. thing that people were like talking about was Latisse, the prescription. You have to go to the doctor. And, and it was so, expensive. Uh, yeah, it was a very expensive. And, you know, again, you know, I my dream really was that all women should reach their full lash potential. And we actually have a lash potential you, your lashes have a three-month growth cycle. So if you use a lash serum every day, well, granny lash, in around four to six weeks, you start to see results in three months. It really is a complete lash transformation. And so that's what really put me on the map. And, you know, you talk about exhausting. You know, I didn't have investors. I I did everything bootstrapped. And you know how that is. March. Yes, it's yeah. it's
1: painful, but rewarding, but painful beyond belief. It's you're about to sell a kidney.
0: You're almost like a robot when you're in bootstrap mode. And I don't yes. think a lot of people could do that. You know, it, it's, it's a, per, a certain grit that you need to be able to do that. It's tenacity. It's also passion for what you're doing, belief in the product. Because, you know, a lot of people say, well, how did you do that with only $25,000? I mean, it wasn't easy and I don't think everyone could do what I did because they have to wait to see the results of their labor. It takes time to make money. And, you know, it took me a year and a half before I saw any profits. I mean, I don't know about when you were, you know, doing your business. It, did you have no? Similar... It, it took me
1: longer than a year and a half? And I had pitfalls and I made mistakes because I didn't know a lot of things about business and I was trusting of other people and and things like that. But it, it all worked out. But I'm sure you made mistakes along the way as well.
0: Well, a lot of them, you know, I did make mistakes, of course. I mean, I had prior businesses I tried yes. to do but some that that weren't successful and you have to learn from your mistakes. but you know, some of the mistakes that I, I had were, you know, just, just
1: trusting people, like you said. That's what, yes, that's what it is. It's just people, you know, mm-hmm. everybody sees something good and they want to hop on and they, you know, I'm going to do this for you or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like even your family and your friends and yes. sometimes that's mm-hmm. not the right people to have no. in the business. I agree. Well. You cannot, yeah. I
1: don't like family and friends in the business.
0: Yeah. 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 That wasn't easy for me. I mean, to be quite honest with you. So, but, but I broke through it and right now I have a company of nearly 60 people. I have two men.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, listen, you're I guess. A, a, you're a, that. a, That's amazing though. You're about women empowerment and that's mm-hmm. what, that's what really? we love about you. Tell me or tell everybody else the other products that you have branched into. Cause I think sometimes people don't realize it. Cause when I introduce you, I'm like, When you leave the table, when I say that, I'm like, you know, she's a freaking mogul. And I'm always so impressed because it's true because you are a brand that has come on the scene Mm -hmm. and really launched into something big against, you know, against us because there was all the other big brands out there and you were just, you just snuck right in with an amazing product and and blew up. I mean, you sell every major retailer.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it really is the little engine that could kind of story, you know, because when I first started, I had to go to all those trade shows. I did like 35 to 40 trade shows. I had two boys and a husband and I left, you know, I left to go do my business and and that wasn't easy. And then after that, you know, I got picked up after going to professionals, beauty estheticians and, you know, salon owners they picked me up in Sephora in 2016 and so they picked up Grande Lash, Grande Brow, Grande Lips. So the brow serum is again like you enhance your lashes, you enhance your brows. You know, a lot of people don't believe that they can enhance their brows. A lot of women are suffering and I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of women who are listening to your show marge that are over 30 of course. that are like that what happened to my tails? Well, where'd they go?
2: <laughs> yeah, that, I blame Pamela Anderson. You know, we all looked up to Pamela Anderson with those hook brows. And this is what we're left with. This is all pencil. You know, I have to get yes, on the I grande brow my immediately. Eyebrows.
1: Yeah,
0: I can I'm going Yes, I, I that that I mean, I when I first started the company, I used to answer the phone and I used to have like little old ladies call and say, I mean, my brows are literally transformed and especially brows like they really frame your, your face. face. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah, and we have a really cool product coming. I'm going to spill some tea. Oh, I love it. What's the new product? Okay, this this is brand new. It is launching in support on 12.1. Okay, so I'm saying how I have Grande Brow, right? It's a serum, vitamins, peptides, amino acids, clinically proven to enhance your brows. For over two years, I wanted to make a brow you know, make up a gel or, or liner that would work and enhance your brows because a lot of people don't want to have that step of putting on an extra serum or they're they're just not complacent with doing their routine, right? So we just got back like, like six months ago, our clinical study on this new product, Grande Brow 2-in-1. I am so excited because- what a game changer. It is a brow gel, a tinted brow gel. Oh, I love that. That, that literally replaces grani brow. If you, don't want to, if you don't want to use the serum, it works just as good. Over time, it, I'm, you guys have to use this. It tints your brows and you have thicker looking brows. I mean, fuller brows. You wake up with no makeup and your brows are like amazing just because you put on your brow gel. I, I am in shock. I've been talking to editors about this, and this is going to be my second hero. I, I, I know it. It's, it's going to blow up, and, and I definitely want to get you guys, you know. Okay, it, I, I am I on
1: it because win. I am known to have the sparse brows. I've had my brows mm-hmm. microbladed, but then the microblading fades. I You know, people are like, who erased your face?
2: Yeah, we're very blonde. We're very, we're blonde, very blonde. 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 I mean,
1: granted, we use the bleach, but we're naturally like girls. We're fair women.
2: I have more brow envy yes. than anything. Like, if I see a girl with naturally good brows, that's the one thing that I'm like, damn, I wish I had that.
1: Yes. Tell me what's the grand. Okay. So I just want to say I also have shitty lashes. I purposely didn't wear makeup today. And I have okay. to, I, I'm going to be honest, I purposely didn't wear makeup today for you. Didn't put on my lashes. I'm going to do the grande lash challenge. And I'm going oh God, to, and God. I'm going to do it for everybody. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, Put on Grande Lash for the next three months every day and grow my lashes because I wear fake lashes. I'm going to say the truth. I wore shitty extensions. Lash. I had a great lash extension guy. I don't want to insult him. He was amazing. Morgan Hawes. He was great. He was. But I didn't go to him afterwards and I went to other people and I wanted them too big and it was ridiculous and it ruined my lashes. He never ruined my lashes, but other ones did. And it wasn't good. Do you know what I mean? And my lashes have never grown back to be healthy. And they're like little nubs, and I really need the Grande Lash. Okay, can I put
2: us on this spot for one second? Yes. Can we challenge one listener to do the Grande Lash and give them a gift? Honestly,
0: I can. You know, Lexi, if you want, we could do ten.
1: Shall we do? do Okay. Listeners, yes. Do it. We'll do a challenge together. Along with can we?
0: Can we? Can we do this? Listen to this. We've been working on a campaign, no falsies February, like no shave November, no falsies February. And we could kick it off with you guys and your listeners. Okay. That's Let's great. Do because
1: it. I think that's a great idea because I really, I'll show everybody. I have the little nubs. I wear fake lashes when I go to events constantly. And when I wake up, I mean, look at me. I have like, yeah. you know, a little. I'm like a little baby piglet. It's just, yeah. you know, no, it's a, hard. A guinea pig. You know, how the guinea pigs have those like little white lashes Aww. and their little nubs, little baby. <laughs> I have no lashes. I really well, don't.
0: I'm going to be your, your, your lashes, best friends. Okay. This is why I made this product because I really do feel that, you know, having your, your best lashes and your best brows makes you feel better. You know, if you feel more confident, mm-hmm. forget about it. you, You do better in life. It's just, it's just that simple. So the yeah, definitely no falsies February, last challenge, 10 listeners, a free three-month supply of Grande Lash, which is a $68 value. We will ship it out to them from Grande. You just give me the names. Okay. So whoever participates in the contest, that'll be great. But you know, Marge, I'm just, I'm gonna explain to you how to use it just so you know, and your listeners. So it's it, it almost looks like water, okay? But it's a serum. And more is not better. You're gonna dip once every night. Okay. And and you're gonna apply it to each lash line, right? Um, Up and bottom and top. Just top. Just, just top. top before bed. You want to put this on before your cream. So it's the first thing you're putting on your clean face. Okay. And then you're gonna be regenerating at night. You wanna use that. I mean. We've sold over 10 million of, of, of this product, right? We have over 50,000 reviews on, on it. We are definitely the number one cult favorite last term. So I'm excited to kick off No Falsies February with
1: the March. I love Woo! that. Great. Wait, make, I just want to say thing. You know how Latisse always had that warning. It could change your eye color. We don't have to worry right. about that with Grande
0: when we did a study, we did not see any eye color change. Okay. So this is not something we've seen, you know, the worst things that we really see are people that have irritation. And a lot of times that's used from that's because people could overuse it. You know, people think more is better. Oh, if I exercise more, I'm going to be in better shape. Yes. Right. Things like that doesn't always, is not always hold true. So if you use one dip, and then one lash line and then the other. Yeah, I mean, over over 50,000 reviews and a 4.4 average rating. So, you know, of course, there's going to be some people that are really sensitive. And for those people who are very sensitive, which is skincare in general, I would say give your body a chance to get acclimated. OK, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're using retinol, you could get a little, you know, yes. it, it might right. So you got to give your chance your body a chance. So you could go on one day and off one day and in around three to five days, then you could go to every day.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's yes. So I just want to talk about, you know, about, about business, how you did this, because yes, what were you doing before this? I know you had the radio show, but what, what was your background? Because so many people don't want to get into business. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I grew up in Rockland County, you know, I'm basically, my mother was in cosmetics, which got me involved with cosmetics. I was in a flea market booth in Spring Valley, New York, which is in Rockland County at 16 years old, running a a cosmetic booth. And that's when I realized that I really love beauty and making people feel better, even though I was exhausted because I was, you know, young and going out and then I would have to work all weekend. But I, I love talking to people and making them feel better. So from there I went And, you know, I did other cosmetic jobs and then I went to college for marketing in New Jersey, Ramapo College, and then did marketing jobs, always marketing, marketing, marketing. Mm -hmm. So that's really my head is, is always thinking like, how can I market this? Is this a product? Is, Is it good? Does it work? Does, you know, does it speak to the masses? You know, all. so that's, that was like my, my, my my genre, if you will. Right. So that's what got me involved. And I, I'm going to say thanks to my mother who, you know, again, was in beauty is still in beauty at 78 years old. She's still like repping things and adorable. And doing it. I love that. <laughs> that's great. You can't stop her. You know, she's kind of like, she reminds me a little bit of like your mom, Marge, like how she has all this energy.
1: That's great. She, that's what keeps us young. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, and I and I tell her, "Mom, you don't need to work." You know, you're 78 years old. She's like, "I like to talk to people. <laughs> I like to make people feel." I said, "All right, go ahead and do it." But I love her. You know, I I love her, and I and so th- those were the things that got me really to where I am. And I worked for an infomercial company too, where I was the marketing director, and I really realized what what it what's the ingredients for success. So you have a charismatic person who's the spokesperson, a good product. You mix it together because you have to have a product that really is good and works exactly. And you go out there and you hit it hard, and you don't stop. You just don't stop. And that's what I did. I mean, I I was like a robot. I would be at trade shows, literally, like I guess out of three hundred and sixty-five days a year when my kids were little, I would be. In trade shows probably 80 days a year. And I really would just like a robot and I would I would not let anyone go by my booth who didn't get asked, have you heard of Grande Lash? And I didn't even go to the bathroom. I don't even know how that was possible. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I get it. Did you get a lot of no's and and how did you deal with that?
0: Yes, like definitely. It wasn't the salon and spa industry that gave me nose. It was definitely like the retail, like Sephora and Ulta. When I first visited Sephora, they scouted me from my lip plumper in 2016. And I told them, well, you, you need to take, you know, Ronnie Lips is great, but you need to take my my hero product. And they didn't really believe back in 2016 that people wanted lash serums. They said everyone really is more interested in false lashes. I said, no, I don't believe that that's not true. And I had a really great relationship with Salon Centric who services the professional industry and they're owned by L'Oreal. And they literally gave me a report that showed that it was the number one skew for them and that I had less than a 1% return rate. And I showed that to Sephora, I said, listen, just look. This is L'Oreal. This is not me. And take it on dot com. See what happens. They put it on dot com. Boom. It was like prime for retail. Right. I mean, 2008, I started 2016. So eight years of, you know, pro beating the street, bootstrapping. And then then finally I made it to Sephora. And then Ulta, even though I was in Sephora, I kept saying, hey, you know, I'm the number one lash brand, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You should have me. We don't need that. That's not really in our portfolio right now. You know, and then finally I got the right buyer. You know how that is. Oh, I mean, we you, believe you, me, I know.
2: Well. Wow.
0: Yes. And you know, you you, you know, it's very important that you have a good buyer and they listen to you and they want to be in the kitchen with you. So I've been blessed to have a lot of good buyers. I mean, right now, I'm in love with the buyer from from Alta. She's she's
1: just fabulous. All right, good. I You know what? Well, when you have a fabulous product, that's that's amazing.
2: When you were scaling your business up, because I think this is a big thing that people don't understand in business. It's great. you bootstrap bootstrapping away, bootstrapping away. And then Sephora show up and they want to take your product to a salon-centric, want a huge order for all of their stores for the trade. How do you do that without going broke overnight? Because I think a lot of brands make that mistake where they'll take an order that they really can't afford to fill. They can't finance it. They can't handle it. No, that's a good question, Lexi.
0: I have to say, you know, as I started this company and I started hiring people, I couldn't hire people who had experience. And what you're talking about really is operations. And I had, I was blessed to have met this young woman who she was in customer service, So she was able to work with, and she actually worked with my husband to get those orders together and make sure that we had enough capital to get the inventory we needed. And, you know, to be quite honest with you, again, started in 2008, even in 2016, I really wasn't taking a lot of money from the company. Everything that I took, I put back into the company. I just was like, you know, so I don't know if a lot of people, could really do that because people want to take the money out right away. And I wasn't even thinking about that. I might in my head, I was just thinking, I need to grow Grandi Lash. I need to grow Grandi Cosmetics. So I was really hardcore. But to t- to really answer your question, we were prepared. We had, you know, operational plans and we had we had money in the bank because of all the because the you weren't of the yeah, morning. you weren't milking yeah. it. Exactly. Exactly. So like if someone's trying to do a business and they want to take money right out right away and they don't have a lot of capital. No, no, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's
1: not how it works. No, it's now was your, is your husband's in your business now? No. So when I started it, 2008,
0: crazy story, he was in finance for over 15 years and he was, you know, a trader. And then the the, the whole thing yes. happened where the, the financial crisis and he, I literally did my first trade show in New York at the ICESC show in the Jacob Javits center. I called him up. I go, Oh my God, Frank, I, I, I sold out. I can't believe it. It's so amazing. And he said to me, that's great because everything that i own is in a box like they just fired me and he <gasps> he survived the el- yes oh. so that was another driving force behind <sighs> me knowing i had to support my family and my two children so i said you know what i have the method to make this happen now all i need to do is do what i did at this trade show times 30 times 40 and 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 that's what I did. So but to answer your question March he was working with me and, and you know listen it's hard enough to be married but then to work together. So I don't you know I know he tried but it wasn't great for us to be honest with you. But thank God he's doing real estate now. He's doing well and and our marriage is doing well. So you know, and we're not working together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, But that's a scary thing. When something like that happens, you you're on a high that day from selling out. And then you hear your husband lost his job. So, pe- you know, that's that's like a lot of a lot of pressure. Yeah. Because then you're like, holy crap, this is like a sink or swim moment, you know, and I I, I understand that because it's like even when I I didn't want to try it back to myself because this is about you. But I'm just saying it's like. I think people don't understand, you know, they see you successful now and, and everything you have and and they don't realize the struggle and the hard work that goes into it. And they're they think everybody's from the Lucky Sperm Club or yeah. something like that. And
2: and I think that's well. you also give you a lot of credit because in that moment, it's hard as well to put put like someone first. And you're like, I've worked so hard for this. This is my moment. Like, here I am. Not to be like, well, shit, there goes everything I worked for. Like, it takes a lot of credit in that moment to hear that and say, like, you know what? I'm brave. I'm going to go for this against a lot. not just be like, well, I better get a job, you know? Yes. I think
0: a lot of that, too. You know, Lexi goes back to my upbringing. I didn't come from a lot of money. I literally was, like, you know, flipping White Castle hamburgers in on on in, in Rockland County. I mean, I waitress, I bartend. So I was always hustling you know I wasn't afraid of hard work and I think it's it's different now I feel like people don't have a lot of the people don't have the same grip but I wake up and I'm just you know I'm I'm constantly on but when that happened with my husband I mean I, I definitely went into like panic mode I started calling the school I'm like how do I get free lunch for my kids, you know. Oh my God, I'm going to be like, and I'm no offense to Walmart, but it wasn't like the place where I wanted to get my clothes from and my kids' clothes. And I, I started shopping there, and I said, Oh, this is this is it. I'm, I'm not going to be like shopping only at Walmart for the rest of my life and having my kids on free lunch. No, I am going to make this happen. So you know, that's what I did.
2: Now I know this took so much out of your time as a family. Did you have mom guilt? Cause I think that's something that all women suffer with.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good question. And, and, you know, up until the, my, my older son was five and then my younger son was three that's when, when I really started going out there, like, like you know, like a, like a bet out of hell, you mm-hmm. know, being out of the house almost half the year traveling. And I was, you know, I was used to doing like, you know, the mommy brownie parties too at school and, and all of those, those things. But I didn't have that much guilt because my husband was home with them and he loves those boys. He put them in every sport and they were busy as anything. And then my mother-in-law lives next door oh, and wow, yeah, we're like, everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> so, so she lives next door and she's, she's a great overbearing Italian mother-in-law who wants to take care of the family, which worked out amazing for, for me and my family and for her and for all of us, because I, I knew my kids were fed well. She nagged them to do their homework. And my kids look up to me, so thank God. You know, it's okay. They things yeah. have
1: changed. Yes, they have to be very proud of you that their mother is so successful, works so hard, and I'm sure that impacts the type of partner they're going to choose in their life yeah. as well. I
0: I hope so, but I don't know. I I don't. You know, they they they're proud of me, but they they. It's funny because they don't really think that much that. Like they're, they're from a successful family. Like we're still in the same house. They, 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 they see it. Like we've gotten, you know, I, I did, I got a house in the Hamptons and little place in Florida, but they're still
1: very humble, you know? Well, you're the the same woman. I think you're very relatable. And I think you're the same woman. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. I
0: I don't realize what I have now. Sometimes I do, but (laughs) you know, I mean, but I, yeah, I, I, I'm. It's hard for me to be frivolous, right? I. It's hard for me to walk into like a Chanel store and drop like fifteen thousand on a Chanel jacket. You know, I'll buy the bag because. But I, I go. Well, I could buy a jacket. This could look. It could look like that. Doesn't have to be exactly that jacket. So it's just the way I was raised, and and there's nothing wrong with the people that use. You know, the the, the really couture clothes and, and, and I'm, I want, I want to be able to wear whatever I want, whenever I want, but it's, it's hard to turn off the way you were raised, you know, it, it's hard to turn that off.
2: I have a question, actually, because I know you are very philanthropic, which is incredible. And there was a headline this week that we talked about. People magazine ran a story saying Blue Ivy raised the paddle at a... Well, they didn't actually say that. They said Blue Ivy bids $80,000 on a pair of diamond earrings at a charity event. And the internet went absolutely wild with people saying, I just lost my house. How irresponsible... What disgusting parents! Who lets a kid buy an eighty thousand dollar pair of earrings? But the point was lost—that what they were teaching was a child to be philanthropic, to give back. Lorraine Schwartz probably donated those earrings. Beyoncé was the chairwoman. How, like, how do you feel about when that when they run stories like that and that kind of situation? Because I got super mad and took to Instagram to fight with a million people.
1: Yeah, because we didn't—we personally thought it was okay.
2: I thought it was great.
1: Well, I think
0: people don't know how to like a lot of people don't get to go to events like we do and they don't see that. So it's hard for them to process the the sequence of events that goes on. Right. But I think I think that the, the, they shouldn't get beat up for it. But it, again, the media could spin things a different way. So the person who is Blue Ivy is is looking irresponsible. But, she, I mean, she's um, a child. I mean, she's, she's a little, 10, boy, yeah, you know, she's like a
2: poor thing.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's not great to beat up on a child. Definitely not. But I, I do. I this is something I am trying to teach my children is is to be philanthropic. You know, this is this is a, again because I didn't grow up with a lot. So it's hard for me to be frivolous. So I I see an opportunity to. Give money to a charity instead of to address for myself. I, it, it's just because I, I, I'd i rather have that money spent that way. Okay. So, I mean, I still shop on sale on bostonproper.com. What's <laughs> wrong with me that I do? You know, so I mean, I was doing Rent the Runway for a while because I was on Home Shopping Network and I'd have to get like a new dress every time. Yeah, I, I I, definitely should like, you know, elevate, but I'm having
1: a little bit of a hard time because I'm not used to it. No, I understand. But you're also what I but you are philanthropic and you've donated yes. so much and you give back to so many things. I mean, we we're at Gabriella's the Angel Ball the other night yes. and and you donate there and, and you donate to so many things. And I think
2: I mean, we could quote your bio: seven hundred thousand (laughs) dollars donated to charities like Dress for Success, Gabrielle's Angels. That's
0: a tremendous amount of of money. That's
1: a lot of money.
0: Well, it's it's very you know it's very women oriented, okay? Which I love. um, And I'm doing a big push right now with the Cats Institute, which you were there March at Northwell Health. Mm -hmm. I'm on their advisory board now. And I'm working with them, especially because I want women to have a choice. I'm very pro-choice and very sensitive to that, especially that I have almost 60 women working for Grande Cosmetics. And just in general, you know, not to get political, but yet I am a little bit, okay. But this bothers me to the core. So I'm going to put energy to, well, to back that's listen, Good. You
1: put your money behind of, you know, your beliefs, which I think is is brilliant. And I also feel the same way mm-hmm. women should have a choice. And that's I mean, listen, the Cats Foundation, amazing. And that's amazing. women's health and all of those things. And, you know, that, you know, women have been silenced way too long. And, and what they're trying to do to us is repulsive. It really is. I mean, that's wound up. Oh, I could get wound up in two seconds. I mean, I I, I could just start having rages on a regular basis. And
0: listen, I've had people say I wouldn't be here today in my seat right now talking to you if I didn't have choices. I'm not going to add to that, but I'm just going to say if we can't make choices in our life, we can't direct the path, you know, our path to success. That's our life. So anyway, I'm just, you know, get a little. No, no, but (laughs) it's no, it's 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 absolutely
1: true. true. And you know what? And that's what's so good. And that's why I love having you here because you are a strong woman, a a strong woman, I should say, not Mm women. No, and you (laughs) mentor women in your company. And and I and I love that, that you're bringing women up. And I think obviously this comes from your upbringing, which your mother was a strong woman that you grew up with. So I, you know, we ask a lot of people who come on the podcast, three questions. What is your most entrepreneur real advice that you can give to other women and people who listen to the podcast? Really love what
0: you're planning to sell. okay, and know that it, 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 it works and delivers the results that it says, because you could sell somebody something once, but you won't sell it twice if it's not effective, and understand that success is not built in a day. You need to wait it out, okay? Have patience and grit and vision. I like that. Patience,
1: grit, and vision. Remember that, people. Patience, grit, and vision.
2: (laughs) Now, we've probably already touched upon this, but we ask everyone, what was your big girl panty moment?
0: I, yeah, I, I have to say there was one time I was doing the Makeup L.A. show in downtown L.A., and I, I again, everything was bootstrapped. So I went by myself and I had these big bags that I used to carry where they were looked like dead body bags with rollers. And I stayed in a hotel that said two blocks away from that convention center. Well, two blocks in L.A. were not like two blocks in New York. So it was hot and I was taking these bags and then I, it was really long. I should have taken a cab, but I was being frugal. And then, I, <laughs> and then, and then I saw like this big flight of stairs that I had to climb up with these two bags it was like Rocky, you know, with your makeup going up the back.
1: I know, up. I know where this is. Yes. Yes.
0: So I, I literally like I was by myself and I was the first time I started to cry of how hard it was for me, you know, that I didn't have help. And I had to do this by myself. So that was it. That was it. I had to pull up those panties and say, "Whoo!"
2: it's is funny, isn't it? it. A, like yeah. a physical representation can um, like uh, yeah, uh, can embody everything. so much in that moment that that's the thing that makes you cry because it's so much of everything.
1: Yeah, it would like represented everything to you. I I understand. I mean, that's hard, but I mean, it's just so impressive of everything, how far you've come, right? And yeah, and when yeah. you look at your life, do you feel like, oh my God, I'm successful? Or are you just like, I don't believe it.
0: You know, I look, I do feel that way but I don't really feel like my life has like really changed that much because I'm still working full time. So I sometimes don't really have the chance to like really enjoy life. Like I know a lot of people that are semi-retired and they're playing golf, pickleball, they're going to the spa and blah, blah. I, I don't really have a lot of time to do all that stuff, but I don't regret it because I love what I do. I, I wouldn't you know want to do anything else. I don't, there's time for that. I mean, I'm 53,
1: so there's time for that. And, and, you know, again, I just, if you love what you do, it's not always work. Life is short. And I think we have to be in the moment and enjoy and enjoy your, your, you know, your life and that you love it is, is great. Definitely. Definitely. Wait, I'm going to ask you one more, one more question. Yeah. One, more question. Yeah, one more question. I always say my success, uh, is fifty percent determination, fifty percent delusion? Because delusion being a good thing, like I believe my own hype. No one else might have believed, You know, fifty. What What do you attribute? What are your percentages of su- success? Fifty
0: percent success for you, and fifty percent delusion for you. Fifty percent
1: determined get... and fifty percent delusion for me. For my oh,
0: determined. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But you could do whatever.
1: Yours could be, you know, what's okay. whatever you okay. want. Okay. Okay.
0: So if I'm going to say determination versus delusion, okay. I'm going to give myself an 80 on determination
1: and a 20% on delusion. Got it. I, yeah. I, I that's perfect. I love it. Alicia, you have been nothing but inspiring, charming, Aww. funny, authentic.
2: Oh, so real.
1: I tell, thank you. Thank you. seriously, I mean, I just love it. I love that 10 people are going to do the challenge with the mall. Yes,
2: thank you. No we more, put you on this spot. No we appreciate that. Lashes. I know
1: we put you right on this spot. <laughs> tell everybody where they could find you.
0: Okay. So you could find Grani Cosmetics at com, and Sephora and Ulta and Macy's and Amazon Luxury Beauty. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And what's your Instagram? At Grande Cosmetics, and yes, and then we have a TikTok channel. I mean, just today in US USA Today, they're like TikTok famous Grande Lash.
1: We're really getting a lot of that. I mean, TikTok is. A, do you do these? I, I mean, I started doing the TikTok. Ooh. It's draining on the marge. I mean, it's just like I got a, you know just the fillet. It it's the, the, a the lot. TikTok.
2: The content creation, it's a beast. It's a beast. Oh,
0: oh God, I know I haven't mastered that yet, but I will. But I will. I know. So I, we have to. We have to get our lunch set up. Yeah, love when it. we
1: talk on Thursday, we'll make our lunch date. We'll do everything. No, seriously, this was so good. You're so real. And you really so, are. You're so funny. Oh, thank you. Thank, you're, you're thank you. You're adorable. I appreciate you You having me on. It's my honor. No, but oh, no, you are inspiring. You and I love out. that you're so inspiring to so many women. Thank you. We'll see you on Thursday. All right. So fun. Love bye. You. All right, thank, have fun thank you so Halloween much. Bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Well, that Alicia Grande. I just love her. She's so real. Yes. And you know what? She's humble and authentic. And listen, it took her eight years to get into Sephora.
2: It's a long hustle, 15 years of grind. It's a long time. And people do think it happened overnight.
1: I know. And I think that's what it is. I mean, it's the dedication, devotion to a company and believing in yourself and not getting. I mean, listen, her husband lost her job the day she did her first trade show.
2: That is I mean, if that's not a defining moment, I don't know what is.
1: I just, I hope everybody enjoyed this because the, the conversation was so authentic, I think insightful it, and and therapeutic because I think people are afraid to take risks. I think she took a big chance.
2: She took a big chance. Like so many people could have just gone and literally got a job and said, well, I better make the safe option to at least know that I have money coming in like on the regular but she really took a major leap of faith and it's paid off.
1: I also, what I love about her is that she had no ego. Immediately she called about her kids like getting free lunch at school.
2: I was very impressed by that. I
1: was very impressed by that because a lot of people have a lot of pride and she did what she had to do for her family.
2: Yeah, and there's absolutely no shame in that.
1: And there's no shame in that, people. I think you have to you have to do what you have to, have to do for your family to hold it together, but she also didn't compromise her beliefs and knowing what she could do to make this company happen so i just believe in yourself do what you have to do to support your family yeah fear and and pride are
2: the two things that will ruin you quicker than anything else i agree and i have to remind myself that all the time fear especially exactly
1: so I hope you enjoyed this, Caviar Dreamers. And everybody, we're going to pick... How are we going to pick the 10 well, winners?
2: Let's do a question on social media. So on Instagram, we'll do a question. And you just have to put the answer to the question. To So we make sure you listened to the full episode. We'll make yes. sure.
1: What was Alicia Grande's big girl panty moment?
2: Yes. Let's do that. What was Alicia Grande's big girl panty moment?
1: We're going to pick 10 people for... The Grande Lash Challenge. You're gonna get three months' supply. You're gonna have luscious lashes, and you can
2: connect with the Modge. And I'm, I mean, I'm gonna do it too for sure because my yeah, lashes we're are connect. not that great we're going to either. We're gonna connect.
1: The ten people are gonna connect little, with me. We're gonna do the challenge together. Be like a
2: little tag team.
1: Yeah, tag team challenge. So I'm very that's excited. It.
2: So then by February, you'll bet your lashes and blow everyone away.
1: Yes, it's It'll true. Be so strong. No falsies. February. Very excited. Very excited. And we're going to have to be diligent because, you know, sometimes I'm not that diligent, but I will, we'll do it together every single night.
2: And if you want to keep hearing amazing guests like this and getting some fabulous opportunities to win gifts, please hit subscribe, hit follow. Make sure you sign up to get alerts when we are dropping a new episode. And also, we would love if you would leave us a review.
1: Yes, leave us a review because our new audio, fantastic.
2: If we do say so ourselves. Yes. Thanks, everyone, and take care. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna
1: Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep, Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar, Caviar Dreamers. Dreamers.